best wrestling podcast in the world. Fact. The Road Wearing Original Pete. The Bone Leaving. Power of Positivity. Keeping It Rollins. The Summit. Fact. The Homicidal. The Genocidal. The ECW Loving. Daring Young Creeping. Mr. No Days Off. Scott. Fact. The Biscuit and Gravy Eating. Naomi Loving. Lunatic Craving. The Melting Pot. JP. And you can bank on that. Fact. The Bailey Hugging. The Interrupting. The Jaeger Drinking. Mouth of the Carolinas. Will Stevens. Fact. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I miss you, Darren Young. Little Steven. Darren Young. In an evening gown match with Pat Patterson. Little Steven gets a little French-Canadian in him. If Jeff Hardy's going to face Jay Leno in a steel chairs match, people are just jealous because I got skills. Here's my issue. Is it <laughs> nope. worse to get beat by one midget or three? Little Steven in a beer drinking contest with Naomi. I have this big issue with people. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Just kept it Rollins. Jimmy Hart. Triple X Pac. Against Little Steven. In a microphone on a pole match. Anything can happen. It's lightweight. If you don't want it, then don't bark it. We're three man back. That's horrible. I don't want to make you look bad. You're buddy. fired, sir. When you want to hear me mess up, air in Radio Land. When you want to hear me not mess up, I did not know that. Wow. Wrestling with attitude. When you want your beer, awesome. Welcome. Welcome to Wrestling with Attitude. And once again, we're all, all my Periscopians out there. And, of course... Your Periscopians! They're not yours. I mean, you know, what do you want to say? They're my Periscopians. All right. The little mouth of the Carolinas is over in the corner. And, of course, we got the melting pot is on the show. And Mr. Days Off is here once again. Mr. One Day Off. Yeah, that's what she said. Which means you have all days off because you're never here. Shut up. <laughs> congratulations to one person. I got to give a congratulations to one person. Uh, Darren Young, you have a new manager. I love it. It is great. You're going to be great <laughs> once again. So is he going to get a new finisher? Is it going to be like a rendition of the crossface chicken wing, except he just kind of rapes the guy <laughs> in the ring? Hold on. Sean said, why is the talent sitting on one side of the room? Yeah, that's right. I'm the board op, and I don't like people sitting beside me. I'm, I'm really He's afraid Darren Young's going to pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I asked, I asked, Jay, I asked uh, Mr. No Days Off to sit beside me, but he doesn't like to. He's afraid of yellow walls, I actually, so I we have him sit on the orange one. <laughs> actually, what happens is greatness sticks together. We're like, I mean, at least we're the three horsemen right here. We're waiting for our fourth. Yeah, y'all are y'all really including him? Actually, Scott, actually, Scott, this is like two and a half men. (laughs) I'm I'm, we're the three horsemen. (laughs) 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 Never heard that one before. Next page. (laughs) That's great. This is the two two horsemen and the one horsewoman. Ooh, I'll be David Flair. It's cool. So. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> the corporate, the oddities. corporate oddities. Uh, real fast. So, what do you think about Darren Young being with Bob Backlund? Uh, I kind of like it because I like to see Bob Backlund, you know, on screen more. Yeah, as a manager, we need more managers in wrestling. Yeah, we don't have any managers really. We got well, we don't really one male manager part time, Paul Heyman. I mean, I don't count Paul Heyman because he doesn't do anything else but Brock right now. Technically, he's not a manager. He's an advocate. That's right. Just like I am with you guys here. Yep. 
So do we really have any managers right now? Lana. 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 Well, she's technically wrestling. But this. she's really more of a valet to me, more so than a manager. Exactly. Alexa Bliss. Uh, well, NXT. she's wrestling now, and you don't see Blake and Murphy with her anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Dumped her like a bad habit. Good guys wear bow ties. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love it, man. It might actually get – and, I listen, I know they're doing the whole Donald Trump thing where, you know, make Darren great again. You know, I think it's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's a good repackaging, right? Yeah, yeah I, I really I, think I, it is. I, hold on, we can all agree it can't get much worse for Dy. We're going. Now, to, I mean, it can't get any worse. No, no, we're going to talk about that in one second too after we get done. Uh, but yeah, no, the I mean, you know, it can't get worse like you said. So maybe it will help them. Uh, yeah. My God, what, what is going on? We we have a mouth of the south right We're in the corner. No, no, actually in wrestling. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he's. Well, like, I'm the Bobby Heen of this group. <laughs> the stupid humanoids. Uh, I was thinking Sean well, Mooney. Well, I'm I think sorry. you more like Sean Mooney. I'm I sorry pants, I can't sir. have I'm hair. Sorry. Do it. I'm sorry I can't have hair that never moves, Jimmy Hart. Okay. You can't well, grow hair. Uh, I would tell you. I can. I would tell you that I'm here to fight, but I still have bubble gum. So I'm good. We're good. So, <laughs> uh, the other one I want to talk, let everybody know about real fast. Uh, Bobby Heenan took a fail. He failed. He falled, whatever. And he's in the hospital for three days. So hopefully, you know, hopefully from our show, done. you know, we hope he gets That's better. That's not even the biggest story of the week. Oh, no. Oh, you ready for the music? Okay. Not again. Oh, come yeah. on. This We're is going, like the fourth I, time. I need everybody, all the Periscopians, take a 10-second pause. Moment of silence, please. Thank you. Can Thank you. Can, we appreciate it. Can I say something? Go ahead. Absolutely. Listen, I got a prop. Okay. Dean, I feel your pain, brother. Mitch is like a best friend. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to introduce you to someone who is near and dear to my heart. And I lost him also. And his name was Wait, Timmy. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm crying. Timmy. Yeah, hold Listen. on a second. I'm crying. Uh-oh. Listen. I remember Timmy. I I, I was oh. with you. I was with. I understand. I was poor Timmy. I I was actually with you the first time you bought that. So I'm I'm like you know, yeah, I'm like the big uncle right to the plant. Hey, so you're covering up Stephen. That's a good job. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't know, JP, yeah. we actually changed no, our no, Facebook no more page. ten seconds, no more. <laughs> yeah. Timmy. We'll get back to the get back to the show. Well, that's all we got for you. Thanks for coming out. Do, do we need ten seconds? Hey, we get we get more hits. Do we need ten plants? Okay. Do we need ten seconds for Timmy? Scott, I'm, is that hey, really? Hey, we need. Hey, hey, I'm going to tweet this. Twenty seconds for Mitch and Timmy. I'm good uh, with that. Do you? I mean, I can play the music again. We can do ten more seconds. No, we're good. I mean, we, we, right. gave, we, we gave them their ten. I'm seconds heartbroken. I, tears are coming down my eyes. Don't be hearting this, so, please. Um, <laughs> Stop hearting this. <laughs>
really You're stop. only encouraging them. <laughs> you know, if hey, you, listen, I, I'm so glad that you guys are touched by just, Timmy and Mitch. Just, just, just because you two guys. Mitch for 2017 <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. Hey, first ballot, right? You in. know what? In matter of fact, I, I propose on this. I propose on this show that we have a WWA Hall of Fame next year, and the first inductee will be Timmy. Yeah, I vote. I'll vote for that next yeah. year. Absolutely, we're going. If you got, if you want to vote for Timmy, hashtag Timmy WWA. WWA Hall of Fame. What was that? WWA. Sorry, WWA. Sorry. Hall of Fame for 2016. So we'll do that next year. Anyway, going back, I and that was such a great story. <laughs> Thank you, JP. We David Arquette's that. not making any Hall of Fame. Uh, he's not him. making the Hall of Fame yet. He's going to no, earn it. We're <laughs> going to put David Arquette into the Hall of Fame. And Raymond Reigns. We've got to put him in. Raymond Reigns will be in Duck D one year. Uh, but, yes, that, that is absolutely great. Uh, <laughs> Come on, y'all are so sad All right. about this whole thing. Listen, uh, trending. T- Timmy, Timmy's had his moment. It's cool. We're, we're, we're good now. We, T- Timmy got his ten seconds. If we could be serious for a moment, I mean, I was pretty serious. about We that. were very serious. Yeah. I, I mean, how dare you, Scott? I mean, really, we we are really heartbroken about there, this whole. We thing. can't get David Arquette for the show because he's still heartbroken over losing Courtney Cox. I, under, I, mean, I might be heartbroken too. Actually, and the Undertaker wanted to say something to Timmy. You will rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. What? He, he wanted to say something. So, right. so anyway, you know, it, it's very sad news. Uh, I, I can't. Oh, okay, there we go. If I can be serious for a minute. Without being interrupted, thank you. Uh, all right, we're ready to go to can, so what can, is. Can Timmy and Mitch go in the Hall of Fame as a tag team? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hashtag. 2017. That's what we got to get going 2017. 2017. Right. WWA Hall of Fame. Because WWE's not going to see it. So, we'll do that. It, it's such a heartbreaking show. You know? <laughs> it's such a heartbreaking show today. Uh, let's go into – you ready for it, Stephen? I know you are because you always love this music. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mr. Carolina says they both branched out in the business. That was good. That was great. And you know what? Listen, I'm going to accept on Timmy's behalf, so I would like to ask Mr. Candlelight to come induct Little Timmy. Oh, he's going to be the inductee for Timmy? Yes. What a privilege. Yes. That's an honor. Yeah. They did stick to their roots. (laughs) They did. Are we a wrestling show? (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) I I thought we talked about wrestling. We do. Uh, We've been talking about horticulture for like 20 minutes now. And they still ain't left us yet, or leave us. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not giving you that. <laughs> hey, none of the branches is a failure. My face hurts. Okay, for. <laughs> All right, let's go into. What hey, is. one thing about it, he he never had to ask for more green. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
he's better than Ryback. Yep. Oh, he, wow. oh, that's so funny. I think I'm gonna cry. Oh, uh, that was great. His, uh, I can't read that one again. That's going to make me cry. What? Uh, what he just said. His bark. Well. <laughs> his bark was bigger than his bite. Uh, or something. Yeah. If, you ask, if you ask me, Timmy and Mitch were both tough as nails. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, what's our what if of the week? Yeah. Oh, I got one. I got one. What if Mitch and Timmy actually survived? Survived the harsh weathers of the world. <laughs> they didn't get enough. They didn't get enough beams of light. They didn't get enough beams of positivity. So what you're trying to say sun. is, if Sonny was still in the business, <laughs> that was that was uh, Mitch's defining moment when he was with Sonny. <laughs> Because he's seen some sunny days. <laughs> uh, Damn it, you guys made me stick uh, to your level. Uh, welcome to our house. It was good with Triple H. He also had a good rub with Triple H. He got enough water back in the day. <laughs> well, uh, I've got to run it out of plant puns yeah. here. I don't know what else yeah. to say. Yeah, but you know what happens in the end with Triple H is there everybody gets buried. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Shovel, you, you got the shovel to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, why couldn't he change? Oh, here's a what if for you. What if Triple H used the shovel instead of a sledgehammer? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we'd have planted more Mitch and Timmy's. Yeah, no, we're All not. Right, so. so, seriously, we do have what if. Uh, he didn't take his take life. Take his life. He, was, he didn't have suicide. He yeah. had a heart attack or something like that. Didn't we talk about? Didn't we talk about it on the show? I don't think Pil- we ever Pilman. did. What Pillman? The reason is because of steroids and some of the pills he was taking is what yeah. happened to Pillman. I thought he just had a like he had a heart problem. Right, right, because of the uh, stuff that he was taking all along. What was what if this week, JP? You said. Man, I'm sorry. I got what total, do, total I know we we with, were with, with my man Timmy. We were deep in the mulch. TNA. Oh yeah. Uh, what if Jeff Jarrett never would have sold TNA to Dixie Carter? Because you got to remember when when that company first started and they signed all that young talent and Jeff Jarrett was running the show. Say what you want to about Jeff Jarrett, but that show was pretty pretty daggone good. When the X Division was at its peak with Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. You could argue that their X division was as big as their world title picture at the time because the matches were grade A with what those guys were doing with each other. So what if they had stayed that course and kept those guys happy and continued to grow as a company to where I felt like – yeah, it felt like WCW. It felt like people that knew the wrestling business sold it to people who didn't know the wrestling business and you had corporate money and politics involved and people just wanting to be on the show. And it seemed like it just started to go downhill the minute they did that. 
I mean, I think Jared's a decent promoter. I'm not saying he's a great wrestler. I'm not saying he's got the best attitude in the world. But he was doing something right at TNA because look at all this talent now that's moving on that moved on to New Japan or is now going to WWE because they're so hot right now. WWE needs the talent. So he had something there by hiring these guys when they put the company together. Yeah, they – do you want to go first? I mean, did you watch TNA back then? No. I did. I did. All right. I watched it. And from the get-go, I always left like Jeff Jarrett as a booker. Mm-hmm. He was smart with that. He wasn't smart with the money. He wasn't the, a business guy to do it. He was a smart booker guy. He could put talent in good matches, good stories, but that was it. Uh, he wasn't good at marketing and a lot of other things that you need to be able to do in the company. Vince McMahon is the smartest businessman ever in wrestling. Maybe yeah. one of the best minds in a lot of wrestling. But Vince, but Jeff Jarrett was really good at that side of it. So he just if you could put him and Vince together to work together, you probably would have had one of the best companies ever. You know, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, but even outside of that point, I believe that if Jared keeps it going with his booking and booking these guys the right way and keeping people happy and keeping his talent working, I just believe that it would have been better for that company because when you get people like Dixie Carter trying to tell guys how to wrestle and trying to book people who are just terrible and have no business being booked by your company, it just creates chaos to me. And that's where I think Jared went wrong was maybe he took the money up front, thought it was a good thing to have the backing, but then even he left. The key sign to me in any company, especially in wrestling, is when the owner leaves. I mean, when Eric Bischoff jumped ship from WCW, make no bones about it, all of us who watched WCW were like, what the crap? Right, and then we got, uh, what, Vince Russo when he left. Yeah. Vince Russo. That knows nothing about wrestling. Right. Because here, here, here was the great thing about Bischoff. Bischoff will tell you that he didn't really necessarily know the wrestling business, but at the time he know how to market and, and do he, all the other. And he things. had all the wrestlers, you know. I <clears> mean, <throat> he had Hulk Hogan helping him. Well, he had, but he had Nash. he had his pulse on the locker room. And before those guys got guaranteed contracts, and before he became friends with them, he'll tell you one of the worst things he ever did was become friends with all those guys outside the locker room. Because he said, once that happened, I let them do whatever they wanted, and it got out of control. Well, he left back at <clears throat> uh, effective at the start of 2014 is when he left. Really? That well, short time ago? I thought I, it was a lot longer. No, it, it was longer. Sorry. They they had it <clears throat> I was going to say, I didn't know WCW that. was still around. And but they in 2005, time. they put it on Spike TV. Uh, yeah. Panda Energy, which is Dixie Carter and them, pushed Jeff Jarrett aside and took over the leadership of the company back then. Uh, but if you remember back then, okay, they had a lot of talent that came in and helped. Uh, but Jeff Jarrett was also going through a lot when he sold the company the first time. Because mm-hmm. that's when he he already lost his wife previously many right. years before. And that's when him and him Angle had the Angle heat. had well, – Kurt Angle and his wife, Karen, yeah, that's it, yeah, Karen, Karen. Karen Angle, they went through their divorce, okay, and then 
he came back, and that's where him and Angle started having a rivalry because of what happened outside the camera. And that was like a year before they actually had it on camera. Yeah, it was, he, it was, it was Matt Hardy and Edge 2.0. <laughs> the plant- uh, plantation of domination. <laughs> I just said, I love it. They're going in. We the are the plantation uh, of domination. The little branches up in here. It is. I mean, that was basically a ripoff of the Matt Hardy and Edge storyline. No, it is. It was like 2.0, I mean, to the T. Now, as much credit as we give Jeff Jarrett a lot, Look at a bunch of storylines they use from WCW. So, but, I, I mean, Jeff Jarrett had some great talent, AJ Styles, all of them. Me and you've talked about it before. What have they always done in TNA? They have always crowned everybody a champion. Yeah. Instead of pushing what's hot. But like, see, when they had Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle on that tear, they could have done another six months of the rivalry for that title, or at least another two months, and then going back to it later on or something. They took – they spread them apart too fast. But, see, it's funny that they didn't start making everybody a champion until after he served to Dixie Carter. That's very true. Because, remember, yeah. when that company first started, it was like Jeff Jarrett and about a handful of other guys that had been champion. They didn't pass yeah. it around like candy. And that's what I mean by when you pass – when you sell your company to people who don't know the business and don't know storylines and keeping guys going – that's what happens because then they want to bring in their star or the guy they like in the locker room to be champion, not what's Absolutely. best for business. Yeah. And, and that was the downfall of TNA. Uh, you know, you brought in yeah, – and then you get rid of Jeff Jarrett. You bring in Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff. And, <clears throat> you know, you change the six sides of the ring to four. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah, I mean, why well, Sting Dark, never joined TNA? If Sting, if Sting had to win the TNA, I don't think they would have got some of the notoriety they did. They wouldn't have. That's I, the only reason Hogan was even brought in, or Bischoff, or any of those guys. It was all about trying to pull part of that wrestling crowd. Well, don't forget, I mean, they had everybody. I mean, they got Christian away from WWE, WWE. and he was a champion for a while. I mean, at one, he was never WWE champion, but he went well, TNA. Yeah, and you well, put they Ron Killings, WWE champion. right? Ron Killings, right? He came later on. That's yeah. my point. He left and had to come back to be a champion. Well, I mean, you got to think though. It, if TNA never existed, um, I, if it never existed, I think we would be in trouble. Global force we, wrestling? No, I, I, I think we'd be in trouble because we've never seen guys like AJ Styles. They would have been somewhere then. though. We don't well, know somebody, that. Maybe Japan. Somebody would have started I mean, promotion. I, I have it on pretty good authority. That at one time, Jeritol was helping pay the payroll of TNA because of all those old guys they brought in. Because <laughs> you know there were just boxes of it in the back. Don't forget the Macho Man was there for a little bit. Val Venus, that would have been he awesome. He was there. Could I you thought. imagine Val Venus and TNA? Pretty hey. much every WWE star has gone to TNA. I'm here for yeah. the TNA. Afterwards. I mean, even Ric Flair. Hello, ladies. Mick Foley, many times. Oh, my God, they have walkers. <laughs> and, and nowhere do I talk about nonstop. I mean, we went from the NWO to the band. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one of the worst things ever. Main event the Aces and Eights. <clears throat> that was actually pretty good. Aces and Eights were pretty good, and they killed it. But Yeah, they, because everybody was in it, just like the NWO. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. There's a motorcycle show on TV. We ride motorcycles. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. You're really silent over here. You still haven't watched he any knows TNA, nothing have about this. I don't really know anything. All I know, well, about, you know about TNA you don't know is that about it TNA. happened in 2002. Mr. Perfect was there for a minute, and that's about all I know. CM Punk? You mean, you mean Kurt Henning? 
No, he was known as... Or no, he was known as Kurt Henning, right? Okay. CM I mean, Punk was there sure briefly, like, the for a match or two. Yeah. yeah, he had one there, too. Yeah. All I know, all I know is they got EC3 I think China now. was there for a second. Yeah, she was. She was. They, brought in, a, they was brought in a lot of people yeah. for a second. David Flair was there. <laughs> yeah, as David Flair. Yeah. Before, the, it was pre-op. He's been about yeah. everywhere. David Flair's been everywhere, yeah. Like you said. <laughs> but, you know, say what you want about TNA. The one thing everyone hates about – I always liked the Joker's thing. I always thought it was a cool gimmick at the time. It was different. Especially well, with the people he was working with, too. Like, it made sense. I mean, you had all of these big egos, the immortals. Yeah. The guess immortals. What, guess what? <laughs> that, yeah. You had big egos, and guess whose ego was as big as any of theirs? Oh, Sting. Sting, yeah. But I'm saying I think it worked. With all of them together, I think it worked. I really I just, do. Y'all can have Sting, man. No, I, I'm not giving Sting credit here. I'm just saying I felt it worked in the <clears throat> location, like in, in the circumstance they were in. And Hogan <laughs> didn't really do much. But. <laughs> Mr. Canterlot Mitch had more sense than that. <laughs> Mitch would never have joined W or TNA. <laughs> I mean, TNA would have just tried to use it for paper. Well, all right. Well, that uh, that is a what if. It would have been a real stick in the mud over there. In TNA. <laughs> wow, you. Uh, <laughs> this guy. This guy, man. This guy. All right, I need to cut the mic. Uh, we we were good up until that point. And I think uh, Stephen just broke the branch off. Yeah. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. About that. Yeah, that was a stretch, Sean. That was a stretch. A stick in the mud is not a stretch. Sean, that was that was called the regal stretch. (laughs) No, that doesn't even get the regal stretch. That doesn't even get the regal stretch. Okay, yeah. Oh, that that was pretty bad, dude. That that was I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry you said that. I do I do want to comment because I was trying to listen. I had to step out for a minute in the last segment, listen. I'm glad Ryback's gone. Stay gone. Just stay gone. We don't need you. I mean, there's plenty of other places that will give you roids. You'll be okay. Just. Do you think he goes to TNA? I just hope the doorknob hit him. Oh, don't worry. I played the song. Yeah. You think he goes to TNA? No. No? No. He'll go to New Japan. He'll go, actually, no, no, he'll actually, go to Luchador. Actually, I'll take that he'll back. He'll go to Lucha, actually, Lucha Underground. No. I'll take that back. He probably will go to TNA because they'll make him a champion inside of a year if he goes to TNA. Oh, yeah. think about the storyline you have yep. between him and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, Mitch could have made Roman look strong, real strong. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that that was a good one. That, I, that I'll tell good. you what, though. I, I will tell you one tag team that Mitch and Timmy could have beat. The Vol Villains. The Bushwalkers? Oh. No way. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. not manly enough to beat the Vaud Villains. The Vaud Villains aren't even manly enough to beat the Vaud Villains. They are. They knock people out. They put people out. They didn't know. Yeah. The rope knocked Enzo out, not the Vaud Who threw Enzo <laughs> into the rope with such Himself. <laughs> it was manly. It wasn't manly. Yeah. Oh, no. no please. And that, by the way, that was the worst thing ever. Then, hey, Dudley boys, come on out. Be faces for two minutes. And then all of a sudden. Yeah, they were. They were faces for two minutes. They actually stood up for Enzo and Big Cass. Why? Why did they? Didn't make any sense. 
Mr. Counterlot says Mitch Mitch could be repackaged and go to New Japan and become Banzai. <laughs> I actually like that. That I, might be I one like of the best packages I'm ever. Sorry. And this is why Mr. Counterlight gets to induct Timmy when I accept into the Hall of Fame. This, that's why. Absolutely. That is why. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to pull up this week in wrestling history. Uh, I mean, I can I, I, I can tell you a year from now. I can tell you two things we're going to talk about. Mitch and Timmy. Yeah. We will definitely, definitely talk about that year from now. Uh, wait a minute, where is it? Actually, this week in wrestling history, because got, I got one, this WWF, last WWF show this year, many years ago, it was it went before it was changed to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 years ago today, Andre Giant has suffered a broken ankle at the hands of Killer Khan 32 years ago. Killer Khan? Mm-hmm. 14 years ago, insurrection (laughs) from Wembley (laughs) Arena in London, England. 14 years ago. I got one. What? This day to day, Sean quit his job so that he could listen to wrestling with attitude full time. That is awesome. <laughs> uh, Howard Nash win the TNA tag team belt six years ago. Uh, five years ago, Sci-Fi announces Edge Copeland will join Haven. That's, that's great. That's How long did that last? <laughs> Wait a minute. Was, was that Edge Copeland or Adam Copeland? Adam Copeland. Are they two different people? Eddie. <laughs> yeah, it's Eddie. Eddie. It's Eddie, not, not yeah. Edge. It's Eddie. Eddie. Anyway, that is some of this week in wrestling history. All right, you guys got anything else? Should I play another moment of silence? No. No, we're, <laughs> please don't. Right. Don't listen to the peeps out there, too. We don't need another moment of the silence. The Periscopians? I don't think they can hear it anyway. The All right. Periscopians. All right, you guys got anything? Nothing? That's it? All right. I'm good. Well, thank you for joining us from Wrestling of Attitude. Everybody, have a great week in wrestling. Gone but not forgotten. Timmy, you always be there.